It's time for Money for Lunch, where we feed your brain and your business with supersized portions of business and financial news. Now your host, Bert Martinez. This family uh, has a long family history of farming almonds in California's sun-soaked San Joaquin Valley. Uh, Matt brings a passion for innovation, healthy living, and sustainability to his role as founder of AO Almond Yogurt. Matt Billings, welcome to the show. Thanks, Bert. Thanks for having me. You bet. All right, so I got to ask you off the top, uh, what uh, what inspired you to go into this uh, into this direction? Uh, my family's been farm, farming in the San Joaquin Valley for about four generations, 1913. And uh, I started, I came back and started working for the family farm in two, 2000, uh, no, 1995. Wow, I'm starting to age myself. So, uh, <laughs> so started, we were farming all kinds of different crops at that time, slowly moved into almonds uh, and had a lot of success in almonds. We uh, purchased and built a processing plant, started doing our own marketing, started marking other people's almonds. But almonds are a commodity product and they're, as you can imagine, all commodity products are challenging business environment to be in. Really slim margins and no one knows who you are and your almonds really significant, not significantly different than anyone else's almonds. So we'd been brainstorming ideas forever. Uh, we tried at one time some uh, packaged packaged almonds and we sold cashews and packaged almonds pistachios and macadamias and then at one point we were selling more macadamias pistachios and cashews than we sold almonds so we kind of wondered why we were doing that and slowly over time uh, we started looking at almond butter looking at uh, almond milk and I'm kind of a big fan of, of uh, I eat a lot of yogurt my wife has a little bit of uh, lactose, probably, I don't know, intolerance is probably the best way to word it. So right. somehow we just had kind of that aha moment. We said, we should try almond milk yogurt. That's sure. kind of <laughs> how it started. I like that. Well, you know what? And I'm a big believer that I think most people have some kind of lactose, you know, that we're all lactose intolerance, uh, intolerant, some of us more than others, but uh, I think that, uh, you know, milk has changed so much and not to mention it comes from a cow. And so, it, you know, it's probably not uh, always the best thing for a, for a human to consume. But all right. So here's the product and it's AO. And tell them what AO stands for. Yeah, real original here. So it's a A for almond, Y-O for yogurt. So almond yeah. yogurt. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so, but I like it. I mean, first of all, it's easy to remember. Ayo. I think it's catchy too, yeah. It is catchy. It's almost, you know, you you know, it's it's kind of hip. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm saying, you know, I'm saying that as a, as a, as a 60 year old guy, but it does sound something, you know, hey, yo, what's up? <laughs> yeah, as a 50 year old farmer, or almost 50 year old farmer in Bakersfield, yeah, I don't know how hip I am, but <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Uh, all right, so I got to ask you this. Uh, somebody asked me this the other day when they found out you were coming on the show, and that is, does this have? Oops, does this have uh, the same probiotics that yogurt has? Talk about that. Talk about some of the health benefits. 
Yeah, it does. We have two different uh, strains of probiotics that we we put into it, and they they continually grow as you keep it in the refrigerator. So you get more and more culture as it gets older. So I, truthfully, I, I'd have to look look it back up. I don't know if it's exactly the same one as in dairy milk, but they are two of the more uh, common probiotics in, in uh, uh, vegan vegan milk or yogurts. <laughs> So yeah, that's one of the big things. What we really wanted to do when we first started is to make something, one that tastes good, because a lot of the other items that we were non-dairy that we saw in the yogurt category, I, I, I wasn't a big fan of. So we want something that tastes good, and we weren't trying to imitate uh, a Greek yogurt, a dairy Greek yogurt. We're trying to make it taste like an almond yogurt. So when you eat it, it's got toasted almond flavor to it. It, it uh, we're trying to make it an almond milk yogurt, not try to be pretend to be something different. So we're trying to, or we're kind of proud of the nuts, the, the almonds we grow and the products. We want to kind of make that the, the number one stage. Sure. And you know what? I have to tell you, I'm so glad that you're saying that because uh, it, uh, from a marketing standpoint of view, that's going to be much easier to market to those individuals who like almonds, who like the taste of almonds, Versus saying, hey, we're an almond product, but we're going to try to imitate this, uh, you know, this non-almond product, this, this yeah. dairy product. It's like, to me, it's, it's, there's so many of those uh, out there. And I think that makes it challenging because if you are, if you, if you like Greek yogurt uh, and you're going to, and you're asking me to try this non-dairy Greek yogurt and it's supposed to, you know, and compare the two you're already at a disadvantage. Uh, I agree. And, and so, and I, and I think it's, it's just that much harder to market as opposed to saying, hey, if you like almonds and you like the taste of almonds and you want to have the benefits of a yogurt or the probiotics, try this AO product. It's, you know, it's, it's an almond product. It tastes like almonds and it's got probiotics. I mean, that, that to me is going to be much easier to market and, and for people to understand than, again, comparing yourself to a dairy product. I, I absolutely agree. And I, I think one of the other things, a lot of negative you hear on almonds in almond milk or things like that is there's only two almonds per gallon of almond milk or whatever the, there's not very many almonds in it. So in each cup of our yogurt, there's 20 almonds. So it's fairly, it, it's, it's, it's a high number compared to most things that are on the market. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, all right. So uh, let, let's go back. Uh, you, you guys have been farming uh, since 1913. Is that right? In 19, I think 1910 is when we really started farming, but we probably aren't good at counting either. So we just say 1913. That's when our first, I think, stamp that has a date on it. So Right, right. We stick to 1913. 13 is kind of our lucky number. So Okay. <laughs> well, in that case, I think Friday the 13th is uh, right around the corner. So you're going to be in. <laughs> All right. So yeah, that's right. actually the day they started their first company was Friday the 13th, 1913. It was, I think, May. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That is so. So it yeah, is exactly. you guys. I like that. All right. So, uh, so as you're coming up, you know, you're a young man. You have, you know, as all young men or young people have different aspirations. Were you always thinking, man, this is the business for me? I always want to be a almond farmer. Is that was that a like a, a no brainer for you, or did you go do something else and then come back? <laughs> No, I first I was studying to be a lawyer of all things, and uh, went through that. And it was late my sophomore year in college, and I decided uh, 
I think growing up on, did, I lived in town, but growing up around farms, my, my mom's father was a farmer, my dad's side was farming. So I had a passion for being out in the field, seeing plants grow, seeing the change of seasons and the change in weather. And, and it kind of hit me my late my sophomore year. So I ended up going from a pre-law history, basically course, all in the plant science and agricultural economics. So it was a significant change. <laughs> took took a little bit longer than four years to finally get through, but it was it was the right change for me at that point in time. And and since then, I, I have I'm gonna absolutely love it. I mean, the yeah. Yeah. it's been the perfect perfect uh, occupation for me. Yeah. Well, and that's you know, I'm, again, I think that's great. Uh, that you did what you did. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people out there that sometimes I think have the wrong mindset and that is, well, I've already put a year or two years into this, into this degree, I might as well just finish it up. And that, you know, that, that seldom is not the right course. Uh, I mean, if all of a sudden you find out that you're not passionate about law or history or whatever degree you're, you're in, and something else is calling, I think you need to adhere to that because ultimately you want to find something that you love to do. And I think Mark Cuban says it best. He says, find something that you love to do and maybe you can make a really good living at it. And, and that's really it because if you're doing something that you hate to do, then the money sooner or later loses that shine and, and you're going to quit or you're going to do something uh, maybe uh, negative to uh, cope with the stress of doing something you don't like to do. Bert, I agree hundred percent. I tell my kids that all the time, find something you love to do and you won't feel like you're going to work. Right. Right. All right. So uh, AO uh, is uh, in stores now. How can people find AO? So uh, we have a Facebook and an Instagram. You can go uh, look at, find it there. Also our website, aoyogurt.com, and there's a store locator. So we're on all through the West Coast uh, in Texas, Pacific Northwest, and uh, East Coast. Gotcha. And adding, adding stores every day. Okay. And so I want to talk about this. When you guys get into stores, how easy of a, is, a, is a process of that? Because a lot of people don't know that store shelves – uh, or store placement sometimes or a lot of times is dependent on what you're willing to do for the store. Sometimes it's, you know, you pay for that, that better uh, space in the store. Sometimes you're going to promise to do X, uh, X amount of marketing for the store. Uh, so, uh, talk about that. How, talk about the process of getting your product in a, in the retail uh, stores. There's another layer that I was, fairly ignorant to when I first started in this side and the retail side. And that was really the, the distribution too. So to find a dis distributor and to find the stores. So we have uh, sales teams that we work with that go out, they go to the stores, they push the stores and stores will say that they're excited and they want the product. And the challenge then is to get a dis distributor to pick you up, and have enough stores so they can bring you into their DC and actually ship out of that DC. So that, that was one of the bigger challenges I think for us and, and still at this point being a, a small brand and, and we'll get stores that are interested, but then trying to get the distribution set up so we can get it through the distribution and into the stores. So there's, 
multiple layers we're trying to get through. I, I agree too on, on, and it all depends on the store. Certain stores ask for free stocking on their first, first, uh, inventory or, uh, do you get discounts, things like that. Uh, um, promotional promote they want to promote maybe in their store their store magazine or coupons things like that but it's there's a lot a lot of layers to it i mean we had an idea going into it because we've had a little bit of experience with this but it's going into the fresh dairy too that was something we've never done they're the the cold case so cold that case. was a challenge yeah challenging as well but it's it's honestly once you get the ball rolling a little bit i think that's what really helps is then you can go to bigger stores or other distribution and plead your case and show that we're, we're growing. It's, it's a product that people like and, and it's positive. And then we're also trying to reinforce advertising through social media and drive people into those stores as well. So we're trying to help build the business for those stores. Sure, sure. All right. So if I understand this correctly, you have your team. They go out and they meet with the store, management, whatever. And uh, then once that if that store says yeah we'll we'll give you guys a, a try then then you're going to connect with a distributor or somebody in the area that can help fulfill that stores uh, and reload that store and stuff like that is that right? Correct. And and I mean as an example you might have uh, a distribution center in uh, say Los Angeles part of Los Angeles they might require you to have either one anchor store and if you don't get that anchor store whoever it is, maybe a Whole Foods would be an anchor store. And you're trying to go after these smaller, smaller markets. You might need uh, 30 or 40 or 20 of these markets before they'll even consider bringing you in because it's not, not enough volume through their facility for it to make sense to them. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. So, so for somebody who's looking to get into the retail space, you know, this gives them a, a little bit of a roadmap. So they can say, okay, this is the things that we need to do. And I like the idea of, of uh, getting an anchor store, somebody that, uh, you know, that's big enough so the distributor can go, okay, you have a little bit of credibility because that's really what they're looking for is they yeah. don't want to invest their time and money until they see that there's a possibility of it really getting big for them, right? Absolutely. And and for the, I think most, my understanding, most of the distributors is just, it's, it's volume throughput. So they're, the more volume they're moving through a store, the better. So they don't really want to, if you're going to sell a case of yogurt a week, it's not worth their time. Sure. It's probably not worth your time either. <laughs> probably not, no. <laughs> All right. So, okay. Uh, in your product, again, uh, AO, I got it right here. It tastes great, by the way. I really enjoyed it. So you got 20 almonds in here, roughly. Uh, and... Uh, from start to finish, how long does it take you guys to farm or grow an actual almond? I mean, I know they, I know you're growing multiple at the same time, but what's the what's the time frame to to have to create an almond that you can actually use or harvest? Sure. So almonds, a tree, it's a cousin to a rose bush of all things, which is kind of strange. Um, came from. Iran long time ago, millions of years ago is kind of where it started. Um, so, but I'll get to your question, sorry. So you plant an almond orchard, it takes uh, from planting it, your first crop is in about the third year, it starts to produce full production in five to six years, somewhere in that range. And, um, and we get a crop every year. So right now, bloom is just finishing. That's one of the most beautiful times, I think, in this part of our valley. So you have 
a lot of almond orchards around and it's a big brilliant white white pinkish bloom so similar if you think of cherry cherry blossoms blooming in japan or in, in washington dc something like that it's similar bloom but just looks like orchards have turned into snow so it's beautiful so that finishes now february march and we'll start harvesting august through october something like that so that's kind of the cycle of, of harvest gotcha gotcha so if i if i heard you correctly you plant a bunch of trees and basically takes three years for that those trees to mature before you can start even harvesting the the almonds yeah, yeah the first crop is in the third year so it, wow yeah it's you can kind of hoping the market will still be there <laughs> and they last an orchard lasts about 30 years 25 okay. to 30 years it's a lifespan okay. a pretty good lifespan okay now you know i'll go to uh, certain trade shows and there's always uh, uh there there seems to be a lot of uh uh focus or a lot of innovation coming up in uh i think it's pronounced hyponics or something like that where you're growing trees, yeah you're growing trees and fruits or, you know without soil and you're just using i think you know uh water or, and some uh minerals is that something that you guys are considering or is that just it's too new to even uh consider <clears throat> at this point where are you guys at on stuff like that our our industry really hasn't uh, there's been some minor look into hydroponics right. uh, the trees get big, so they get larger than a peach tree. I mean, it's a gotcha. fairly large tree, so there'll be a support issue, I think. Yeah. The hydroponics has really been pretty successful in uh, leafy greens, especially right. because the cycle's so quick. You you can you can plant something and and 70, 90 days later be harvesting it. Or to, I don't know. I mean, at some point, never know. It could work. I'm, yeah, I'm always looking at something in the future and any way to improve, but. Sure. Right now, I'm not quite. It's not quite. I don't know if hydroponics is quite there for almonds or any any really permanent permanent crop. Almonds, walnuts, pistachios, things like that. Yeah, I, and and you're right. I didn't think about the whole uh, support issue because you're growing a tree. You're not growing a bush or you know something small that could be contained. You're growing a tree. It takes like you know as we discussed three years just to get that tree to you know to a maturity. So uh, yeah. You know, but again, you never know. Innovation, that's why it's called innovation, because somebody will see something that we're not seeing and boom, revolutionizes everything. So, uh, all right. So, AOYogurt.com, A-O-A-Y-O, yogurt.com is the name of the brand. Uh, and this is, again, really good for somebody who wants to go vegan uh, or who I should say is already vegan, who likes the taste of almonds. and once the healthy benefits of probiotics is that right absolutely i agree 100 and, and it and the nuts are coming i mean we're farming the nuts and making it into the yogurt so it's i think we're one of the only companies if not the only one that takes it from the farm to the spoon wow wow that's a big deal all right hey matt i want to say thank you so much for stopping by i appreciate the time and, and I'd like to have you back in, in, in a little while and get an update on how AOYogurt.com is doing. Great. I appreciate it. Thanks, Bert. You bet. Tune in Monday through Friday here on Money for Lunch. And check out our website at moneyforlunch.com.